Hey everybody, this is uh, Pickyo Gamer and Sega Galactico. Welcome to the third episode of the Boss Rush Podcast. A quick little blurb. Um, we're going to change this up a little bit. We're not going to change the way the Boss Rush works. We're going to have all the guests we can. We're going to talk about retro. But we're also going to mix it up and do modern games. So today is going to be about modern gaming and what we're uh, looking forward to to 2016. So we're going to start doing that. So you're going to see a little bit of modern and you're going to see a little bit of retro. So we're going to do a little bit of both. But um, I'm going to hand it over to Sega Lasko, and we're going to do something he's been in a, asking to do and talk about what we've been doing, what we've been playing, especially since we came off Christmas. So I'm going to let him start with that. Well, um, we had a pretty good Christmas. I uh, just start off, I got my daughter a, a 2DS, and um, that is a fantastic system for a child. Because, I mean, for one, it doesn't have that pesky 3D stuff, and... Um, we got her, uh, I, I gave her my uh, Kirby Triple Deluxe, which I'm proud to say she does very well in that game. Um, she had started playing Kirby's Adventure on my Wii U, and um, usually she would just fly around the levels and stuff. But in Kirby's Triple Deluxe, she's got the copying powers down, and, and I've seen her like fight like really hard bosses and beat them, and... Uh, it's really amazing to see a three-year-old do pretty good at a video game like that, and it's it's almost unsettling. But um, she's pretty good. Um, it just means you're getting old, dude. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I didn't start gaming until I was like eight or something. So like, you know, she's three and she's kicking butt on Kirby. She's also been playing a new Super Mario Brothers two, and um, with the exception of the last castle on World One, she's beat. Uh, world one like she beat all the levels on world one and she's on world two now and that's that's impressive but it's weird when she plays super mario brothers 3 because i brought that on the virtual console for because i'm like you got to play some old games too and she's terrible at that game like the first level just like i think today she actually got to the second level on mario 3 so and like I don't know if you can say that, oh, old games were harder when it comes to that. Because, like, in the new Super Mario Brothers 2, they've got, like, crazy wall jumps and stuff and stuff that I'm bad at, you know? Right. I think um, it's because it needs to be as precise. And the old ones, if you were off by a couple of pixels, she's probably trying to land on something and it's killing her. Maybe. The new, new games are just like, oh, we'll forgive you. You got up there. So I, that's the only thing I can think of. But what... Like, surprises me the most, actually, is I also got her Sonic 2 on the Virtual Console. And uh, uh, she's... Like, she can get to the second stage of Chemical Plant Zone. And for some reason, that just baffles me. Because, like, that game is fast. And and if you're running and not paying attention, you're going to run into spikes and stuff. And then the whole, like, fighting and act, like, Robotnik at this, the first... I mean... I know it's the first Robotnik battle, but he's no slouch if you're, you know, not paying attention. And, and she beats him like he's nothing. It's just the second stage in Chemical Plant Zone, and she gets underwater. It, that kind of messes her up. And But today she figured out that the bubbles give you air. So I think it's just a matter of time before she can beat Chemical Plant Zone. And I think that's pretty impressive for a three-year-old myself. Oh, that's awesome. And, um... In fact, today I brought her into uh, my man cave and let her play it on the Genesis, and I actually filmed it, her playing Sonic 2, so I might put that on YouTube, just because it's, it's interesting to me. Um, now, as far as what I've been playing, I've been playing probably way too much. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is uh, it's pretty fun. It's, uh, you know, a typical your JRPG game. Uh, it looked pretty good. The... Battle system is really fun and action-y. My only really complaints are, like, the world is huge. It might be too big. Um, like, the mountains, there's a lot of freaking mountains and stuff that you have to tra- traverse. And, st- and, like, you'll see on the map, you're like, okay, I need to get to over here. And you see that there's an easy way to get there. And there's different level monsters just spread out all over the map. So it's not just like, this area is a lobby area. It's like, oh, there's some, you know, level fives over here. And then there's a level 81 walking around over there. So don't go near that thing. So, like, you'll see, like, where you need to go. And there's, like, just a little land bridge that takes you right there. 
but there'll be two like level 40s on that bridge. And if you try to run past them, they're still going to one shot you. So you got to go all the way around. It's like trying to get to your elbow from your asshole. <laughs> and it's just, it's kind of annoying in that aspect. Like if you don't know how to get to places or if you don't make the right turn, you're going to do a lot of backtracking. So that's kind of annoying. Luckily though, when you just dis- you discover certain areas, you get like teleporting points. So like later on, you can just you know teleport to different spots. So it's it kind of alleviates some of the annoyance of traveling. Um, the story so far is kind of meh. You know, it's it's your basic you know anime JRPG trope. You know, Earth destroyed. You found a new planet trying to settle the planet aliens are there monsters yada yada um eventually you get giant robots which i'm looking forward to that um as far as i know it has nothing to do with the other xenoblade game or the xeno saga games or the xeno gears so it's just xeno and made by monolith soft and rpg but i mean it's fun if you have a wii u and you need a jrpg it's definitely one you should look into um it looks good you know it, it lo- look looks good yeah it looks great like on the wii like it's probably one of the better looking games on the wii u along with like pikmin 3 that game is gorgeous um i've been playing a ton of rocket league i'm still terrible at it i haven't picked um, it up i figure i'd suck at it so i kind of left it alone <laughs> it's so much fun though dude like i'm i'm bad at it but I still have so much fun. It's it's this game where the highs are high and the lows are low. Like, <laughs> like when, whenever you feel like you're doing good or your team is doing good, it feels the best. Like when you score a goal, even if it's through some sheer accident of of bad physics or someone bumping into you or just that the horn and the explosion and oh man, scoring a goal in Rocket League is one of the greatest feelings. And, uh, but man, there's a lot of players that just don't understand teamwork and it's really frustrating. Like a lot of people are ball chasers, which means like you'll be going after the ball and both your teammates are right there on top of you trying to go for the ball too, usually bumping into you and causing the other team to take advantage and get the ball downfield. And it's just so annoying. Um, no one likes to play defense. And I understand why, though, because I p- try to play defense and I'm terrible at it. But at least I try to play defense and I'm not bumping the other teammates around. But it, it's fun. Uh, the, the guy, Psionics, they've done a really good job with that game. They've been updating it like every like month with new stuff. Uh, they put out a bunch of free DLC as, as well as stuff that people can buy. And it's all cosmetic, so it's like, you know... Nothing you have to buy. Uh, all the maps are free that you there's uh, when they have new fields and stuff, and they even add new game modes that are free. That are, it's 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 been a really good game. Uh, when it was free on PlayStation Plus, if people got it then, they got a steal because that game is well worth the fifteen dollars. That in fact that was my game of the year last year because out of all the games I played, I played that one the most consistent like i'd played fallout 4 it was fun but then i'd go back to rocket league i played you know um what was another one of the big games that came out i can't even think of it because i've been playing rocket league (laughs) oh (laughs) battlefront that's my other game i've been playing uh battlefront that's a lot of fun um multiplayer is great it's beautiful it looks like star wars it feels like star wars and uh the only thing I have a problem with is you can be a stormtrooper without a helmet, and that seems weird to me. And I understand it so people can, you know, have a more customizable character with, you know, different facial hair or whatever. But when you're running around and you see a guy without a helmet on and you're on the Empire, you're like, that's a rebel. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, stormtroopers don't have to wear helmets in this game. Bleh. <laughs> that's just wrong. So, I mean... It's not like that big of a deal. It's just a little off-putting to turn a corner real quick and see what you would think is a rebel, and you're like, oh, wait, but he's wearing Stormtrooper armor from the neck down. <laughs> right. So, um, 
Let's see, another game I've been playing. It's called Duelist. I don't know if you've seen this. I think I've heard of it briefly. Yeah, it's it's a free-to-play game. It's very similar to Hearthstone in that like you get like packs of cards and stuff, but like when you actually play it, it's like a strategy RPG against other people. So like you have your your hand of monsters that you can summon, and then you summon them and you put them on this grid and they move around and they're all like pixelated and look cool. And so it's not only just playing cards, but also, you know, moving them and strategy. And there's all sorts of different uh, abilities that these monsters have and stuff. It kind of reminds me of like a mix between, like I said, Hearthstone and uh, that that Degeric game from Star Wars. The, yeah. You know, the, the 3D chess game that they play in the Millennium Falcon. Right. It's like that. Hmm. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, you know, turn-based. And so that game has been taken a lot of time away from me and of course i've been keeping up with hearthstone that game is fun it's free it completely scratches my magic to gathering itch since i've been playing uh hearthstone i haven't even thought about magic because for one this game is free while magic the gathering costs a lot of money right. <laughs> so uh that's great uh speaking of blizzard i've been playing wow again for oh, no. <laughs> probably another, about a year since i started again and um, it's I I'm I'm having fun with it. I'm super hyped for Legion, the new expansion that comes out this year. Ooh, that's something that I'm looking forward to this year. So yeah, So yeah, Legion, a lot of cool stuff coming to that new uh, new ra- new uh, class, Demon Hunter. Looks pretty cool. Um, and then I beat Super Mario Brothers three uh, last week, and that game is. Way harder than I remember it being, and I think it's just because I'm old. And when I was a kid, I could, I remember like getting through that game very easily. And I remember I could just go through every level. I'd be like, "Oh, warp whistles! I'll get them just for fun, but I ain't using them." But like when I beat it, I got the warp whistles, and I used the warp whistles. I did the thing where you use it once to get onto the warp whistle island, and then you use it again to get mm. right to the last stage. <laughs> Yeah, I've um, never been good at Mario, so, yeah. I don't think I ever beat that as a kid. I got close, so close. I was in the castle, and I think I got right to Bowser once or twice. And I just Oh, yeah. He's tough. Yeah. That Those tank levels, though, man, Whew. especially the airship ones. And did you watch, if you watch the, the, the speedrunners, games done quick, last week did their, their charity event. Oh, man. You those... stand, if you stand on the, the, the cannons, other than yeah. the big ones, it kills them instantly. I'm like, well, why didn't I think of that as a kid? Yeah, yeah, I remember standing right there, and the, the cannons would just plop, 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 yeah. Uh, I remember doing that. <laughs> man, speedrunners, man, they make me sick. <laughs> oh, they do, too. They make me sick. But they're good at what they do. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not... I'm talking bad about them. I just, no. I'm like, I will never be able to do that. <laughs> no, I mean, either. So, what have you been playing? Well, a little bit, uh, right around Christmas, I... Uh, finally got me a copy of Super Mario World. Let me tell people, they're like, why do you get a copy of Super Mario World? I didn't get the Super Nintendo as a bundle. My parents didn't get it for me. Uh, like I said before, I saved up my allowance, got the action set, controller, control deck, and I went and ran Street Fighter 2. It was a great system. I never had Super Mario World. I played some of it from friends, and I remember it's always in the demos in Walmart. But another uh, person off our skirmishfrogs.com website everybody should go to, is Retro Revelations. Him and a buddy's been playing it in little 10-minute uh, uh, intervals, and he he made me do it. So, if you, buddy, if you're listening to this, I, I'm blaming you. I finally got Super Mario World. I made it up to, like, six or level, almost level seven of the Koopa Kids, and I played it, like, for a week. And this is, you know, nobody wanted to see a 38-year-old man screaming at the TV because he sucks at Super Mario World because I'm having to learn it. Everybody goes, oh, you used to know how to play it. I never had it. Yeah, I didn't either. I play. I've been playing it, and I kind of stopped playing it for the last couple of weeks because I was getting to the point where I was. I threw my controller a couple times, but I got. I'm getting pretty far into it. Um, I've been in playing a modern shooter. Of course, I actually started doing some streaming stuff. It's called Rezzle Gun. It's based off Defender, an old Defender arcade game. Remember, you had to you know defend the humans, and Rezzle Gun came out when it, the PS4 came out, and it was free. And it's a fantastic shooter. I've streamed it once. 
uh, beat it on novice. I'm trying to beat it on higher difficulty levels, and I get addicted to it to the point I'll just sit down here, sit down on TV, and I'll be like, what do I need to play? And I'll just find out, ended up starting Resogun, and I'm like, oh, God, here I go again, and I play it, and I go through it, but... I mean, I made my own little ship. You can make it. You can design little ships, and I designed an Atari controller. Okay. That's pretty neat in there. Um, uh, my buddy and I got back into Destiny. Uh, we went ahead and picked up the Taken King total package. We had the original one on uh, for a while back, and we got just kind of tired of it because it, when we first bought Destiny, it didn't have a lot of stuff into it, and they were already milking people for additional stuff. But we were getting back into it, so we started playing Destiny. Hat, we've been playing Borderlands, the Handsome Collection, which that we've been playing Borderlands 2 again. We've played Borderlands 2 for nearly five years on and off, and it's some people don't like them. I really like the Borderlands games. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. We've played it and played it and played it in just so many different ways you can play it. Then uh, today... On the I, Destiny, are you playing yeah. on PS4? Uh, we just switched over to the PS4, actually. Oh, I, I have it on PS4, too. We ought to play it together sometime. We need to play, because we had it on Xbox One, and nobody played. It's like, it finds like more and more people are playing multiplayer games on the PS4 for some reason. So we swapped over, because we had on Amazon, we got the entire package for 38 bucks, including cool. Destiny, the two expansions, and De- Taken King. But, you know, today, I, I played, also during that time of Christmas, up to a point, I was playing Fallout. I'm a huge Fallout fan. I'm, I'm a freak. I'm a Fallout freak. And last few days when I was playing it, I would sit down and three to six hours would disappear. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my gosh. And then today, I decided to stream it. I mean, like I said, everybody should find me on, on Twitch. I'm out there and I streamed an hour or so of it. I had uh, one person watch me. He's on my uh, YouTube channels. Uh, I can't remember his name now. He's going to kill me. Southern huh. Star Gamer. There we go. And uh, I've been playing that, so I'm getting back into that, and that's what really what I've been playing. Uh, I, it's just I'm all over the place. I got into, like I said, Super Mario World, and I go back to modern, and who knows what. It's awesome. Cool. That's really that's really cool on your on your daughter. You know, oh, she could beat this. Well, cool. well yeah, she has a reaction time of a kid, and now we're old farts. We're trying yeah. to, go, why can't I do this? Oh, man. i like to see that video of her playing in Genesis. That's yeah, be cool. I want to post it tomorrow morning, I think, yeah. That's going to be awesome. So, we're, we got a question already come in from Dell, who was on our show last time. Uh, did you see it? Let me find it here. Yeah. He sent, like, three questions. <sighs> come on, Dell. Um, <laughs> what's, our, what's our most anticipated game of 2016? Wow, that is a loaded question. I mean, we were going to talk about that anyways. Yeah, let's let's save those to it here until a little bit. We're going to talk about our most anticipated games to the end, but we'll tell you what our most into the single most one in all ours we like to see. Do you think? Oh, he did ask about the NX. So yeah, I guess we'll talk about it then. Do you think the NX will stick with with motion controls? I don't know. And if anybody's watched my YouTube channel, I'm kind of obsessed for some reason. I have posted like half a dozen videos of all their their patents and the one controller that's been that's been showed off in the patent has a screen built into it so we don't know i don't think they'll go to motion controls i think you're going to pull away from it what do you think i mean i haven't really looked a whole lot about the nx but i think it'll be more like the we use approach where it'll be like in the controller and it'll be like certain things might have some kind of motion but I don't think it's going to be like the Wii, where that was the whole thing, essentially, was motion controls. Like, no. it'll probably be some sort of hybrid again. Nintendo likes to do weird things, which, you know, sometimes is good, sometimes it's bad. And uh, it'll probably be something fairly different. But at the same time, it'll be kind of the same. It'll be, I think they want to make something that is, people will be more comfortable with. I think maybe the Wii U kind of, I don't want to say woke them up from whatever it is that's making them undesirable to a lot of people. I think they tried, they've tried all the, the this, they've tried everything else in the room. Now they're going to try some of the really good ideas, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 
from the end. I'm going. We can do a. We'll. We can do a whole episode later on for the NX because that's something big. It's going. It is going to be revealed this year. It's going to probably be a D3. So it's something we'll get into. But so you do from, think it'll come out next year? I. I'm thinking it's either two things. It's going to be holiday 2016 this year Ugh. or next year. I don't know. There is there was a rumor and it was a lot of leaked information. They were wanting to ship 20 million this year and they cut it back to 12. I can see more of the 2017, but if they've already been working on it, I don't know. All I say is Nintendo needs to release it that it will work. If they're going to rush it, don't. If they got it ready, run with it. But, and they need to make sure they have games for it too. Oh, for yes, they need to stop. They, I don't have a Wii U. I'm not bashing the Wii U. I just, I, I think it could. It, it looks like a fantastic system that could have some more third-party titles if they could. What what's out there in the first party looked fantastic. It's just they did have a, a, some really great games. It's just they're spread out for so long. Like you can go yeah. like, like when I first got it, it was great. Then I'd go like a couple months without playing it. Then a new game would come out, first party game, and I'd play it for you know, play its heart out, and then I'd you know another couple months would go by, and then so it's it was good, but it needed some more filler games if that makes sense. Right. And and come on, Nintendo, just release all your old stuff on Virtual Console, just quit quit cherry picking, just say here you go, guys, open the floodgates, open the floodgates, just give it to us all. Just all over our face, neck, and chest. That's what we want. <laughs> and lower the prices. I don't know. I have, I've looked at some of the prices, and I know five bucks and sometimes ten bucks is okay to people. But we can go. We retro collectors can go out and get the damn cartridge a lot of times for that mount. It's a digital ROM rip. Well, people, how about Earthbound? Can you get that for ten bucks? Not usually, but okay. still. But still, it all they got is a all that you know all that is is a ROM rip, which is also <clears throat> free out there on the internet. So well, yeah, they they need to. I think what they should do for some of you know I saw heard some of the pricing points. Like was it is it Super Nintendo's ten bucks or something like that up to ten dollars close to it? Yeah, it's between like eight bucks and ten bucks depending on the game. And or how much is a Nintendo sixty four? Um. I think those are between like ten and fifteen. I don't know. I haven't looked at N sixty four games to be honest. Yeah, with you. see that that's pushing it. I think they ought to start Nintendo games ought to be for the very common ones ninety nine cents and up to maybe a dollar ninety nine to two two dollar two fifty. Super Nintendo's five and maybe seven fifty to eight ten dollars for Nintendo sixty four at max. And I think they'd move a lot more, just in my opinion. Yeah. And his last question, which we're gonna get into this, this is something. He said, is there a price drop? Do you think there's going to be a price drop on the Oculus Rift this year? Well, we're about to get into our next topic, and it's VR. We are VR. Virtual reality. reality. <laughs> Digital dicks will come at your face. That show was... <laughs> like, I remember watching... I have no idea what happened in, in VR Troopers. Like, um, I just remember seeing a bunch of, like, shitty, like, tanks get blown up. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not VR, but it makes me think of it. The VR I think of is Back to the Future, where the the shark comes out and oh yeah, Max Jaws. Headroom and I know Max Headroom was it, but it kind of was virtual reality. You could put the goggles on. That's what I think about it. It's not, but um, I know you remember this. Going to the mall and seeing those things that you stand in. It was like an octagon, and you stand in. They put the goggles on. You had that thing you hold in your hand. And like you paid like fifteen bucks to play this like really shitty like virtual reality game. Do you remember those? I remember them. Yeah, oh I actually God. didn't do it because uh, everybody told me they didn't think it's any good. But I kind of <laughs> watched people do it. Oh, I did it, and I was like, the future sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the future looks like it had diarrhea. Um, well, I mean, the Oculus Rift is uh, is out for pre-orders. A big whopping six hundred dollar price tag. And we got the PlayStation VR coming soonish, and then I think there's another one out. HTC yeah. is bringing out one. I'm, I don't, I don't know. Go. What do you think about all this? I'm not excited about it at all, to be honest with you. Like some aspects of it seem kind of cool, but I don't know, man. Like, first off, you are completely like. 
it, it completely deprives you of your senses. And so, like, you... So you got a, a thing on your head. <coughs> you can't see. You can't hear. It's just the game. You know, people could do stuff to you. I mean, that's a, that's a very minor issue, obviously, because, you know, you should have your doors locked. And hopefully the people you live with aren't scumbags. <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, you, you're playing, and all of a sudden, you know, you see on the internet next week that your friends have pictures of their balls next to your face, and you're like, <laughs> "Hey, I was just playing Oculus Rift." God, guys, what are you doing? And you're like, more like Oculus Dick. <laughs> uh. you know? So there's that, which, like I said, isn't a big deal. You you need to have better friends if that's what you're dealing with. Uh, but like, like, it just doesn't seem to appeal to me. Like. Maybe for certain things, like if you could see a concert or something, like you could be in the first row at this concert. Now that that kind of stuff seems kind of cool, but like I don't, I'm not gonna go out and buy one of these. Like they got to be pretty. Yeah, gotta get cheap to me, and I I'm gonna buy. I, I would buy one for a console first, the PS, the PlayStation version. Yeah, it's um, just not something I'm. I'm ready to buy into, yeah. and I and I I haven't tried one or anything, so I don't know if I'm missing something amazing. But it just doesn't sound all that appealing to me. Like, obviously, it's gonna be like really weird and crazy with porn and stuff, and and like movie theaters. It might be cool to like you like you don't need to leave your house to go to a movie theater. Just put this thing on, and you'll feel like you're in a movie. That seems kind of interesting or, you know, you can't travel the world. But now when you wear this thing, it's kind of like you're traveling the world. So that, like, I can see the different different applications, you know, not even the games, you know, part of it. Because, I mean, it, could you imagine playing like Amnesia or something with that thing on? That That's yeah. scary as fuck. Yeah. Now, it, it's going to have its applications in first person type of modes. And horror games, but there's going to be a point where some people, including myself, I'm not going to say I'm, going, I'm like macho or anything. So these games scare the shit out of you. Even Silent Hills could scare the shit out of you. And good parts of this, and then I was, you know, you turn around and you see something like right in your face, and then uh, you're like, oh, I got, I got my headset on, and what's that smell? I just shit myself. It's okay. <laughs> Hold on, I can't pause yet. <sighs> and what about people that get motion sick? I mean, it's yep. just. Well, Boogie two nine eight eight. I was watching a video. He got he bought this little the Samsung Gear. It works just with Samsung phones to play with it. And he was testing it, and his wife gets most already got motion sickness with it, and she gets huh. you know. So it's already you know it's already there, and people that get motion sickness, it's worthless, and it's you know it's not against the the industry of the VR makers. It it's they can't help it. So this is going to be something that people with motion sickness can't have, you know. I I think it'll be a cool little niche for the people that are looking forward to it, but I don't think it's the future of games. Not yet. And when it comes to gaming, like like I think it's more more the future of other applications. But as far as video games, I don't think that one day we're all like in the near future we're going to be playing Sword Art Online with those you know helmets on and stuff. So I hope not. I mean, maybe in the distant future when we're, like, old and angry and stuff. But then we won't care. We'll just be like, as long as I don't shit myself today, I'm cool. You know? Well, well we're already old and angry. I think you got to be when you're older and angrier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't... The thing about this is, you know, Oculus Rift, it's 600 bucks. That's not including the fucking PC, which they're already talking about Oculus-approved PC starting at 1500 which, you know, they're going to be padded yeah. out. You don't need it. But this, these displays inside of them, you know, Boogie Two Nine Eight talked about it. They're four K displays, so you're not pumping out ten eighty. You're pumping out a lot. So it's six hundred dollars plus the computer to run it. Now, if it's the PlayStation VR and they come out, and I know some people will grab with if three hundred dollars, three hundred dollars for a new piece of technology isn't bad. Even if it's the same price as a console, if you can just plug it into your PlayStation and turn it on, that's more accessible. Would I buy yeah. one? No. Not yet, but here's what you're right. If I was wanting to watch TV, if I want to sit back and just kind of, if I was really tired or I wasn't feeling good, prop my head up and put a headset on and play. And Netflix has already got this for the Samsung. They've already got the movies in VR to where it wraps around you. That's cool. Yeah, like if you could be in the movie, that'd be kind of cool. 
Or even, even if the, the movie, you know, it wrapped around it where you had that theater experience and there's nobody else there. Yeah. And had these headsets, that, headphones that gave you simulated 5-1. And, they, you know, they dropped her 100 something dollars. Yeah, I'd buy one just to watch movies and shit like that. That's it. Play a video game? No. I don't see it. There's I mean, I would try it. But I'd try it. It's not the thing I would get it for. No. And, you know, and I hope it, you know, the early adopters, they're going to be paying the price. Yeah. And this, I think it's launching in pre-order. It launches in March or April, especially Oculus Rift. So we're going to see how well it does. Um, I, I mean, I hope it, I don't want it, I don't want it to fail, but there's going to be a lot. I think it's, it's not going to be as widespread yet unless somebody has, you know, there's going to be this crazy person that has this really good idea for a game and it's perfect. Then we're all gonna go. Oh, yeah, but that's just one game, right? But if they they have a, like a, a different type of genre that works with a lot of games, maybe I don't know. So could you think of one? No. Unless it's a completely new genre, because like think about all the games like you like to play. Like, could you imagine like a fighting game with virtual reality? Oh God, I mean, no. Unless it's a first-person fighting game, and even that sounds weird. I mean, or like a JRPG, maybe. Maybe an RPG, because then you could explore and stuff. Yep. That could be kind of cool, I guess. And you kind of look around when you're lined yeah. up and doing attacks and you're moving. And then you have to line up and look at them and look at the right spot. You, know, after, you can't say, well, I couldn't aim it with the analog sticks. No, you had to look at it, yeah. and it worked. That that would work, but mm, no, I can't see a lot of applications. That, I mean, they already showed somebody was reviewing. They, got play, they were playing one, one version of this. They were playing Half-Life 2. Oh, okay. And uh, because you hold a controller in your hand, that you look around, they said it's already disorienting. It, the, oh, wow. the 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 uh, weapon doesn't move with you quite right. It was really neat, but like I said, it's still not there. Yeah. I think we're a good three to five years out for it to be truly the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. So. Hmm. The the next topic we're going to look at is, and it's a little bit of both. I had two topics: digital gaming and DLC, and it's just talk about digital online games and stuff and what do you think about this like as far as like games that only come out digitally or right and have, and well that and also all the dlc that, that they're dumping on us now season passes i mean fallout 4 has got a season pass that's not even hit yet and it they already pre-sell you on that crap you know well that the season pass thing is i'm a little <coughs> iffy on it like me and my friends were talking about the Battlefront season pass today, and I was like, I want to see what the first DLC is before I decide what I want to, if I want to invest in that, because I want to know what they're going to bring out. And all they have said is season pass. They haven't told like what's right. going to be, like if they throw me some like B wings and some new, you know, uh, maps and stuff, some maybe some new characters or new weapons and stuff, then you know I'll consider it. But if it's just new maps, then it's like, eh. Well, what about the price? I mean, you, you paid $60 for the game and the Battlefront, um, the, uh, shoot, the Battlefront season pass is another 50. That is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. But you got to remember, though, they've had DLC, like, you remember expansion packs? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, do. they've they've had, like, I hate to say this word, because it makes me furious but the pc master race has dealt with dlc since its inception pretty much like you know warcraft 2 had you know expansions uh starcraft had brood war you know but those all, are all, all, but, yeah, all these but, great games had expansions and expansions are just dlc it just yeah. comes on a disc though right you know but it but but the thing I think that a lot of people are so pissed off, and I get kind of irritated, is you they put out a game, and you they used to put out a complete copy of a game. Oh yeah, I know. And they made, the and I just talked about the, the the Destiny. You open that game up, and it had a piece of paper in there for expansion one and two for like House of Wolves and whatever that else other one was. Yeah. Um, they immediately in the backs, you know, in their offices said, well, you know, we could give them all this for that sixty dollars, or we're going to cut it up. And sell it to them, and uh, <laughs> that's what pisses me off. And I, I like Angry Joe's original 
review of destiny he just sat there playing the game and said well that was it he looked down picked that piece of paper up and said you done fucked it up i laugh my ass off every time he says it and of course he has to you know everything's changed now with destiny but they're still doing it and i agree with him it's like i bought the game well they've said though that they're not gonna have any more like uh like story and stuff like that for for money like anything that you buy is gonna be like cosmetic stuff good so they've they learned yeah <laughs> they learned but here's the here's the other thing I, and I, I was going to make a video about this and i'm going to talk about it here real quick is i bought that you know that basically it's the taken king legendary collection edition yeah. excuse me you get destiny you get expansion one expansion two and the taken king and i was like cool and i got it for a good price around christmas it was 20 dollars off 39 dollars yeah. And I got it on Amazon. They're still running. And But I opened it up, and I'm pretty, you know, picky, you know, perceptive stuff. I looked at the disc, and it just said Destiny. I was like, this looks like my Xbox One disc. You know, I went ahead and traded it and got some money off it. But I was like, nah, nah. And I put it in, and I, uh, you know, installed it. And then I looked at it, and it down, and it updated. And then I already had actually the download of the demo, so all I had to do was unlock it. But it still said, Take It King is, needs to be purchased. I went, what do you mean it's not taking kings to be purchased? I bought the disc. And then I turned and opened that box up. They put a Destiny original disc in there hmm. with the Taken King and everything else on a card as a code. I do know you need the disc in there for it to play. Oh, but I did. See, but if you just put that disc in there and don't put the code in, you just got Destiny. Yeah, yeah. So what they did was is they were cheap. They printed up some new inserts, reused their old discs that they didn't sell, and sold you the Taken King and the expansions, and made you still download them. They, yeah. I bought a digital collection, uh, a, a physical collection, and I got half and half, and that was infuriating. And some people go, well, that's stupid. What does it matter? I can't trade that game in now. That game, half of it is locked to my account and from the cloud, and yeah. the other half is a, and it's just an original disc. And two, I bought the physical copy. They could it is burnt. kind of an MMO, though, and you can't really do that with MMOs. Well, but if you buy all of the, the expansions for World of Warcraft, at least you get the disc. You can have all the discs. But you can't trade them. True, you can't trade them. But at least, okay, I'll give you that. I can't trade them. But I really wish they could have put all that data on the Blu-ray. It had to space. They were just lazy, and I was like, oh, well, whatever. But I don't know. It's getting to the point where you're buying uh, betas of games. And they're, yeah. and they're making you unlock the rest of it with your wallet. <laughs> uh. I've only bought DLC, I'd say, three times. Well, technically, I, mean, I guess by what people would call DLC, because I bought expansions and stuff. But, like, I bought the first DLC I ever bought was for Fallout 3, the um, Alaska expansion. Mm-hmm. Which was really fun, and uh, you got that sweet um, armor. It was like a rail gun or something. Mm-hmm. And you got that, that armor too at the end of yeah. it. That 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 was awesome. Um, I bought DLC, DLC for Guacamelee because I fucking love that game, and I bought DLC for Rocket League, the first one that came out, the first DLC that came out for it. I haven't got the Back to the Future one yet, which that's pretty cool because you get a DeLorean. I saw that. It looks cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's good thing about it is, is like Left 4 Dead. My buddies and I, we played both Left 4 Deads on the consoles. We bought every expansion, and everybody goes, "Well, that you know, you you fed into it." Well, they you they can't, the games can't. And when back in this last generation, I hate to say it, we're already looking at the 360 and PS3 as a as a retro almost old generation. They weren't automatically selling you this crap. They came out with an awesome game, and then they said another expansion, another awesome cool stuff, and it just felt like they're giving you more. And it and that was the time when they were really worried. They gave you a complete game, and then they kept adding on. And by the time you bought all that, you had four times the game. Today, think, you you know, go ahead. I think the trick is is I don't think people should buy in to the season pass right away. No. I think you should definitely wait and see what the DLC is going to be, because I heard that like the uh, the new the D- the season pass for the uh, recent most recent Arkham game was kind of underwhelming. Yep. And um, so just you know, you need to you need to be paying attention, check out to see what DLC if it's something you want and buy it. If not, you know whatever you know Walk you still have it. your game that that you like. 
that you know assume if assuming you like a game enough to consider buying dlc then you know it's a fun game and if you got a shitty game and you're like well maybe the dlc will make it better then then you just (laughs) you don't need to be thinking that way just find a new game but like i said if you like the game you can hope that they have good dlc and if the dlc looks interesting to you then check it out you know or you know at least wait for someone else to tell you if it's good or not you know yeah well, I mean, it's uh, like I said, I, I met the people. I'm a huge Fallout freak. I'm a I'm a fanboy. I'll admit it, and I'm not buying that that season pass yet. And if I have to nickel and dime it to where I pay more, I'd rather buy one at yeah. a time to make sure I like it. Because there were five expansions if I remember for Fallout Three, and they were so good that I play Fallout Three and the th- and three expansions, and I got burned out on Fallout Three because I was so much of a good game. Yeah, I might buy it and never play it. So yeah, I'm waiting for it. I'm gonna wait on them all of it. So, so I yeah I'm just like like you I'm just a wait and see approach for DLC. You know if it's good I'll buy it. Yeah, and I, and if and when he, and when it's something like The Witcher Three, which I still haven't got to play, it's, I know it's a fantastic game. Yeah. When the when the company puts out a complete game and they're just gonna keep giving you more, and Fallout Four is a complete game then it doesn't feel like, well, we're going to give you some of it. And like Bungie, which they learned, thankfully, they cut stuff out to give us later, and that really, you know, stab- it feels like, you know, you're getting stabbed in the back. And I just, yeah. you know. And I think the next thing, one of the last things before we answer some of the, like I said, go back and try to answer some of these questions, was backwards compatibility. That's something that's came up late last year with Sony and Microsoft, and it's interesting, you know, the play the Xbox 360 is getting is true backwards compatibility where when they put a game in and it gets approved by the uh, publishers and like I did this I got South Park Stick of Truth love that game raunchy as hell but love it and I just put the disc in and it downloaded a new version I played it I bought Fallout 4 I got the digital copy two I just downloaded Fallout 3 and I have Fallout 3 and 4 on my Xbox One I love it. And then Sony came out with this PlayStation 2 on PS4, but they make you buy them all over again, even if you bought them before. Well, I I don't think they're toting that as backwards compatibility, though. I think they're just saying you can buy these games now. Well, everybody's been labeling it backwards compatibility. I don't know if that's true. Well, they're Like, with that PS2 thing... They're not. They haven't once said this is backwards compatibility. They were just like, "Hey, we put some old games on the PlayStation uh, Four store." You know, it's it's like the Virtual Console. That's not backwards compatibility. That's just old games being available in a different format. Mm. And like, like I was thinking, I was like, they have Rogue Galaxy on there. That game is fantastic. It's fifteen dollars. If you went to a game shop and tried to buy Rogue Galaxy, you were not going to pay fifteen dollars. You were going to pay a lot more for that game. So I think it's a steal, depending on the game, you know. Right, but I think here's the problem that Dark Cloud Two is coming yeah. out next oh, yeah. week. I mean, that's just a few games on there, but there's some pretty good stuff, and I'm looking forward to seeing what else they do. Well, here's the thing. I think people made a, a good valid point against this. They also did PS2 for, on the PS3. People bought those digital games, and they don't count. They're having to buy them all over again. And oh, I really? Did, I didn't know about that. See, see, that's the thing about it. Maybe it's not technically backwards compatibility. Maybe it's landing in the gray area. Well, they've also cut, upscaled you know, the games, too. Like, uh, they, I they think they did on the other ones. They did really? On PS, I thought they did. Now, if I'm wrong and people you know, listen to this tell me I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I mean, they upscaled it. Okay, I can see that. Maybe and they added not. stuff in. But they sh- if you if you bought the original version, you should get like half off. And they're not doing that. So if you had a digital copy of Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2 on the PS3, you have to pay full price again and no. on the PS4. I know they've done that with like, if like say you buy like, a, I don't know if this is an actual example, but say you bought a, a PS3 game, right? And they came out with like a new H or a new uh, PS4 remake because they do that a lot now. Remasters, yeah. Yeah, remasters. Then usually they're like, we'll chip, you know, 20 bucks off yep. because you already bought it. 
And I know they've done that in the past, so I don't know why they wouldn't do it this time around. I think that's one of the reasons that it kind of irritated people, and I have to agree with the but people. is Rogue Galaxy available on the PS3? I don't I'm think so. I'm not sure. And, and, you know, if it's not, then I get it being new. But a lot of people are, are going to ask, you know, when they start adding more and more in there and they have the same version on the PS3 and they bought it digitally and they don't get their, you know, going to get a cut in, I, I can see why people don't like that. And I really wish they would have went to the trick. The, I like the, the Xbox way of doing it. Like, when, they, when they get it approved, you put the disc in, it downloads the game, and you play it. That's, I mean, backwards compatibility to me is, it's cool. I do like it, but NES, Super Nintendo, uh, N64, GameCube. None of those had backwards compatibility. Very true. Uh, the PlayStation 1 didn't have backwards compatibility. Of course, the PlayStation 2. Sony was the first guys to be like, hey, guess what? Our PlayStation 2 can play PlayStation games. Right. And they started it, and they did it in the PlayStation 3, but they ripped it out. Well, they on. allowed you to play PS1 games, at least. Yeah, you still could play PS1 games. And I didn't, stupidly, I didn't know you could still put a PS1 game in your PS3. Yeah. And I didn't know that. And I'm actually going to start looking and buying me some PS1 games. <laughs> yeah, and it has the memory card built in and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. But, um, so, like, since I've been playing games, like, backwards compatibility is still such, like, a new thing, more or less, that it's not like a... It's more or less a thing... The only reason I wish the PS4 was backwards compatibility or compatible is because I'm a little lazy. And because if I really wanted to play a PS1 game, I would, you know, switch to HDMI cable from my PS4 to my PS3 and turn that on. Or I would go in the other room and play my PS2. And so, like, you know, for me, it's not that big of a deal because I, I can play PS2 games on my PS2. All right. And... You know, same with like my PS3. I didn't, you know, as soon as I got my PS4, I didn't say, I don't need this PS3 anymore and throw it in the dumpster, you know, or trade it away or, you know. So I still have the PS3. It works just fine. So if I want to play PS3 games, I can play them on my PS3. And it's just backwards compatibility was never like a huge deal for me. Like, sure, it's cool, but... Like, the backwards compatibility from the Wii U on the Wii, like, I hate it. I hate playing Wii games on the Wii U, <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't know. It's Oh, they're I not just, that good. I've, I've heard you can do it. Is it. Does it work really well? It's just you have to switch to Wii mode, and then you have to get those Wii modes out and stuff. Yeah. It's just might as well just go put it back in your Wii. Like, you know, I mean, I guess I'm lucky because I didn't, you know, trade every time I got a new console. And so, I don't know. Like I said, I I grew up without backwards compatibility. Then backwards compatibility showed up, and it was cool. And but to me, it's more of a, a thing about being lazy. You know, it's it's nice. You know, that's another thing about the digital games is it's an, it's nice that you can just be like, hey, I've got all these games I can play, and I don't have to leave the couch to switch discs. That is really cool. Like. Sometimes I'll be sitting on the couch and be like, I want to play something different. And I could get up and like put Destiny in or or Metal Gear Solid 5, but I'm like, well, I can play Battlefront because it's in the game already, so I don't have to move to play that. Or I can play Rocket League because it's downloaded, and even though I'll probably get into a game with a bunch of ball chasers and, and mm-hmm. leave the game furious, or I can play like uh, Guacamelee or... I have all these games that are just downloaded, and I don't have to get off my ass to go switch discs. So, like, digital and backwards compatibility is, when it comes to that, it's more of like a laziness thing. I don't have to hook up another system to play my old games. If So, from that aspect, yeah, backwards compatibility is cool. But at the same time, it's not a selling point for me. Like... Sure, I would love it if the PS4 was backwards compatibility compatible, but am I gonna bitch about it? 
Not really, you know. If I want to play an old game, like I said, I'll play on my old system. Yeah, and some people, and myself included, I don't have. I do have the room now. I, I'm probably set up my where I'm going to start filming a little bit more and have some of the old systems. But a lot of people, they don't. They they do move forward, and they. And I, I guess if you do, if you do move forward, and you only keep some of your more modern, and you don't have the room, and I can see backwards compatibility being a, a big thing. I have to say though, Nintendo since the Wii, they you know the Wii did GameCube, um, yeah. the Wii U did Wii, so who knows what the NX will do? Nobody knows. We're not saying we know, but they're at least doing it right. There's if they no, even use discs, they right. might be like, we got a new thing. We got no a new thing. You work. have to use blood. <laughs> oh. No, they just no, they sell all their games on digital discs. That's all they do. Right is, but you I have thought to say, UMDs were bad. Yeah, you have to. No, no, no I'm gonna go down a road of another stop right there. But I have to get Nintendo pats on the back. They've done it right. And them and the PS2 did it right. Screw it. You put the disc in, it plays. Even the PS3, like being able to play PlayStation games. I mean, yeah. I played the fuck out of like Breath of Fire three on my PlayStation three. So I yeah. mean. And I really wish they left PS2 backwards compatibility. Then it yeah. would have been the same thing. You could have just put anything in. But, uh, yeah, the, the backwards compatibility is, like I said, it's neat. It's good. I, I, I think when companies do it, they just all just do it right or don't do it at all. And then you can go yeah. out and buy your old console. But At uh, the same time, I don't think people should get pissy at, at PlayStation because they're like, hey, here's some PS2 games that we want people to play on PS4. Oh, you're letting us buy these games? Fuck you. They should be free. <laughs> you know? Well, I do. the only thing about it I to disagree is that if you you know, if you already own a, a digital copy in the past, they need to cut you a break, and yeah, I don't know I if they're going to. Yeah, I agree with that. That's I the only thing about I don't like it. And if they do, that's awesome. If they don't, then Sony's being dicks. But, but I know a lot of people are just bitching to bitch. That's, no, that's true. As soon as they see something that is... Maybe upsetting to someone. Let's just fucking scream as loud as we can, and you know, fuck everything. <laughs> fucking internet. Oh, we're all the fucking internet. Shut up. <laughs> but you know, let's go. You know, let's move on to the last little thing we're going to talk about is what we're looking forward to this year, 2016. That's one thing Dell asked. What we're looking forward to? Something positive. <laughs> well. Not with the not with the, us losing great artists. We're not going to be. This 2016 is already sucking. Oh yeah, fuck that. Oh, yeah. David Bowie and and uh, Alan Rickman. Jeez. And uh, if I didn't, if you've ever watched the uh, the Phantasm movies, Angus oh, Scrimm, yeah. he yes. died. Then later on, I saw it on Facebook. Voice no, of Robin Hood. His voice of Robin Hood and Grizzly Adams died. Oh yeah. It's like, motherfucker. 2016. J.R.R. Martin has wrote 2016. We need to go kick him in the dick. That's yeah. Just, that's what it is. But what are we looking forward to in the games of 2016? I know Dell asked that. And that's actually something we're going to talk about. So I'm going to let you start starting what you're looking forward to this year. Well, I hope, I'm going to go with something <coughs> that I hope releases this year. But you never know. And that's uh, Final Fantasy 15. Mm, me the, too. Uh, the bro adventure, three dudes driving around in a car, killing behemoths and shit. You know, road trip. God, that Japanese bromance. Beautiful. Oh, and teleporting and punching people in the face and magic and this. You know, I'm really excited. I I still want to get that. Was it type? Zero negative or whatever. So Type you get zero that HD demo. remix, super yeah. duper edition or something. Did you get the demo? I just want to get it for the demo. Like, I know. I don't want to. I think I'll you could buy the, the demos. Game. You could actually buy, buy the demos at decent cost. I think you really? you, you find them online. Hmm. Search eBay. I mean, they're not super cheap, but I mean, they're like twenty bucks or less. That might be easier to do. Yeah. And then, so yeah, really hyped for that. Uh, then another RPG, Persona Five. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I love the Persona games. I didn't play a whole, whole lot of four, but I almost beat three. And just, I love the, the music in those games, the art style in those games. Um, Catherine was kind of like a weird spinoff, and that game was amazing. Um, I, I'm, I'm a big Shin Megami Tensei fan. I've, 
I, I, I say that, and I haven't played a ton of them, honestly, but the ones I have played have really captured my imagination, and they're really, really weird and clever and crazy and so Japanese. It's great. So, Persona 5. And then uh, one of the games that was the reason I bought a PlayStation 4, I saw it, like, like E3, like maybe two or three years ago, and that's No Man's Sky. Oh, yes. I want that game so bad. I'm glad somebody else is hyped for that because I actually get goosebumps. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I've been hyped since the beginning. The minute I saw it, I was like, it's like Oblivion, but space, and lots of it. And I was like, fuck yes, please. And like... There's that one scene where they show like the guy flying in space and there's those like big like capital ships like firing like beams of lasers at other ships and stuff and like you can just join in if you want or just fly by or go land on a planet that has dinosaurs or a planet that has just nothing but rocks and shit or and you can like name planets and stuff and it's just so big and crazy and space. Oh, I want that game so bad. I know you're going to find a planet and call it Digital Dick. <laughs> and it would, and it most likely, unless they were. No one else will ever find it. No one else will find it. Did you ever see a Digital Dick? No. Where's the no. coordinates? Don't care. And it oh. it looks so good. It does. I, I I will probably be like, well, I'll see you guys next year. Yeah. <laughs> Where am I going? Any, meeny, miny, mo that way. Space. Um, speaking of flying in space, um. I'm very curious as the new Star Fox game, because typically I love Star Fox, and uh, I do gotta say I'm a little wary about the weird controls. It but, looks interesting. But I'm, it's not making me not want to play it. So, I, I do want to try it out. I mean, it's it's fucking Star Fox, so. Um, Uncharted 4, I loved the other three games. Um, one was fun. The ending was like it just was abrupt. And I was like, oh, it's over. Two was a masterpiece of video game anything. Three was almost as good. It had a little few drawbacks. It was like the return of the Jedi yeah. <laughs> of the trilogy. Like two was definitely Empire Strikes Back. Like it, was, it definitely followed the, the Star Wars thing and, you know. Like Return of the Jedi is really good, but it's not as good as Empire to some people, you know. Right. I I mean I love Return of the. I'm not saying Return of the Jedi is a bad movie. Uh, oh just no. Be clear. It's just Empire is just a little bit better. Um, then there's that Horizon game that we were talking about before the show. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I don't. If that releases this year, I'm definitely looking forward to that, because that surprised me at E3. I had no idea that game existed, and then as soon as I saw it, I wanted it all over me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I was like, okay, she's hunting a dinosaur that's mechanical with a bow and arrow. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yes, please. And you can, like, rip parts of the dinosaurs off and use them against the dinosaurs and stuff. Oh. Shoot them in the dick. They have no dicks. No, run! And oh, then, so, it looks so good. Yeah. It did. I want, want it. Um, and then, then if it releases uh, the new Zelda for Wii U, I I love Zelda, and that game looks amazing. I think it's going to actually. Um, it is. I think they pretty much confirmed it's coming out this year finally. I think. Um, I hope. I hope too. I mean, I don't have a Wii U, but I might even. If it looks that good, you know, over time I can go to Craigslist and get me a Wii U. Yeah. For pretty cheap, and I'll. I, I actually, that's what made me buy a Nintendo 64 was a Zelda game. So I can see myself picking up a fucking Wii U for a Zelda game that comes out, and I'm sitting there going, humming, humming, humming. Yes, hold on. I'll go get me a console. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I, you, are you still going, man? I don't, I don't want to cut you off there. No, you're fine. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. Zelda. And the thing about this, you, you listed a bunch of them. Um, the ones I want to add to that and is Crackdown 3. The Crackdown oh, yeah. series, I, I play with my a lot of my buddies and one buddy who's passed away now and we play with him especially the second one just lots of craziness and and we're my buddy and i was talking yeah the third one with the cloud physics and we can blow everything up i said you i said we're going to fuck so much shit up he goes oh yes looking forward to that i'm kind of looking forward to dead island too I really liked the first one it is there's a lot of zombie games but dead island was interesting because you could really craft stuff 
and it was a little little not super unique but it was fun i I had to wait for the reviews and probably try it out you mentioned final fantasy 15 i've been out of final fantasy for a while i did not like the 13s the way they did there's a lot of that to play you know the the game kind of auto played itself and it really was it it, it departed a lot from the way they were but i started one the first 13 yeah was uh it starts off kind of yeah kind of shitty but it it did get a lot better, and I'm glad I finished that game. And like two was okay to a certain point. I tried two. I actually waited and read the both reviews. Everybody, the review said two was better, so it I was kinda... a lot of fun. There was one quest that made me say "fuck this game," and I stopped playing it. It's and it was kind of stupid. And and then three, I didn't like it. So I just didn't play it for very long. I got to a point where, you know, they said you have to go a certain way to beat a boss. And I liked 7, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy X. I liked the old battle styles a little bit. Yeah. So I, I kind of backed from it. But 15, I'm like you. When I started seeing this, I went, wait, it's fully action and I can do what I need to do. And I started seeing it. And then they started, the demo came out and Angry Joe was streaming it. And they showed the summons. And I just sat there and went, oh, that's mine next year. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn, I, nothing else to say about it. It just came out at E3, sucker punched everybody, and we're like, yes, please. It looks good. Um, Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, yeah. Mega Man, this is a spiritual successor of Mega Man. It's been on Kickstarter, and it's finally coming out. That looks fantastic. I hope it's as good as I think it is. I'm going to kind of wait for some reviews, but that's definitely a di- game I'm going to pop down on probably my PS4 or my Xbox One. You a said, digital game, probably. Yeah. yeah, at first I think it's going to be all digital. So, I guess you'll, you'll hate it at first. No. <laughs> hey, I'm glad there's somebody's making a, the Mega Man creators getting to do something. So, yeah, I'll actually go for it. I'd love to have it later on, probably, and get a physical copy for it. You said No Man's Sky. I didn't pick this thing up onto this thing until this last year and a half. I just didn't catch it, you know. And when I started seeing it, I just was like, okay, yeah, you said there's battling over here, and there's a planet over there, and, oh, do you want to go land over here? Let's go do this. And I just went, where's the load screens? Holy uh, shit. I said, I will have no and life. What, only, like, three guys made that game or something? I think they've upped it to about six or eight, but it started out as three, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's nuts, all procedurally man. generated. It's like, uh, what the hell? Um, Recore. That was at E3, and it looks interesting. All it was a demo, like a like a what if, and it looks interesting. I'm I'm hoping it's going to be good. What is that? Recore, R E C O R E. Huh. You need to pull that up and watch it, and it looks interesting. And Zelda Wii U will make me buy a, a Wii U, at least off Craigslist or used if it's good. And the last one I'm holding off for, and I'm 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 a big Doom fan. Oh, yeah. Seeing Doom, they opened E3 with Doom and then Paul out four. I felt like a kid in a candy store. I absolutely squealed like a girl, and I saw them pull that Doom demo out. Then they showed Fallout, which I know, oh, I got Fallout, but Doom. It's not, you know, the most one, the biggest one I have to say, I think, is No Man's Sky because it's bigger. But yeah. Doom, Doom is something I'm actually chomping at the bit for. I need, we, I got. I did say this. I got to go back to hell with some weapons and blow some demons up. <laughs> yeah, some BFGs. Big fucking gun. Now, I don't own an Xbox One, but if I did, I would definitely have Cuphead on my list. That looks interesting. That looks pretty awesome. Just the animation alone makes me in love with it. Oh, yeah. So, so if you do have an Xbox One for some reason, look out for Cuphead. Yeah, I end up with both consoles. This, this generation, I went ahead and saved up. I got both. It's uh, I don't know if I'll do that every generation, I have to say. I don't think it's really the best for me, yeah. at least. But, it's expensive. You know, it's expensive. I, I bought the, the PS4 launch day. I um, uh, waited to a tax time the next year and got the Xbox One for a little bit of nothing. So I have to say, I'm, buying, I'm playing more multiplayer on the PS4. Not a bash in the Xbox One, but there's... Uh, there's some differences there, so. Uh, have to play some Destiny together. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to have to send you that. We're going to have to play some Destiny, definitely. So, I think uh, we've, we've yapped over an hour. This has been a good show. This is, like I said, this is one of our modern shows, and uh, we've talked about a little bit of everything. Um, we got, I think, I, I've got a guest, the goof. He, he wanted to come on here. I think uh, you have a guest that wants to come on here. 
sometime soon and uh we're we're gonna have some new shows coming up here we're gonna try to we'll try to do two 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 a month maybe we can do three or more we'll see but you're gonna only see two of us two of these a month and uh if we get our heads together uh, glasgow and i we we're, we're as good as planning as well we're we suck at it yeah <laughs> we was gonna do it last night and we was like oh crap i'm doing something and i'm doing something oh well we'll do it tomorrow <laughs> yeah it's this is bad timing, you know. Oh yeah, we we have no common sense. Sometimes real <laughs> life kicks you in the dick. And at least it's not the digital dick. So, yeah. Well, I think we're gonna call this one, and uh, I appreciate everybody for listening. This is a uh, Picky Gamer and my cohort here, Sega Galactico. Yeah, I'll uh, see you guys next time on the Boss Rush Podcast. Later, uh, everybody. Skirmishfrogs.com. Yes, make sure you go to skirmishfrogs.com. That is your retro stop for all your retro needs. It is the best site out there. Um, we think we know it is. Just go out there and look it's at it. You'll fact. love it. It's a, it's fact. a fact. Like if you Google best site on the internet, skirmish frogs, you're gonna get skirmish frogs. Exactly. Everybody <laughs> else, everybody else says different. Punch them yeah. in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to like give out your Twitter and stuff? Oh yeah. Uh, Twitter, uh, it's one word, Picky O Gamer. And also, if you go to twitch.tv, I am streaming more. Picky O Gamer, one word. Um, what, and give, it, give us your stuff, man. My Twitter is at uh, Sega underscore legend. And um, my YouTube is youtube.com slash A R C A S P I F F, Arca Spiff. I know right. it's not Sega Galactico, but it was a YouTube channel I made before. Say Galactico existed. So. Right. If you just search Picchio Gamer, you'll find me on YouTube. So on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. So, all right, people. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for listening.